Welcome to Joy Church. We're so thankful that you're here. If this is your first time, we are um, just so glad that you came to Joy Church this morning. And if this is your um, hundredth time to Joy Church, we are just as excited that you are here. Um, I love all of us gathering together. You know, we make up the body of Christ and we all come together. It's just the most beautiful thing. And so welcome to Joy Church. We're glad you're here. Um, Last week, we launched a series called Group is Life. And today we get the privilege, all of us, to conclude that series as we launch into our Connect Groups um, semester. How many of you guys are excited about Connect Groups starting? Um, I know we are especially excited up here about Connect Groups starting and uh, launching today. Um, We just believe that God is going to do something just so amazing this semester. I feel more anticipation um, and faith for what God wants to do um, this semester as we gather together um, in our homes, at coffee shops, um, wherever that may be. So we're super excited about that. But if I could leave you guys with one thought, one thing that would resonate in your hearts and in your spirits today as you guys leave, it would be this, that we were made for community. You know, we were made for community, to be together. Um, we live in a culture that is so independent. You know, we, we strive to do things in our own strength. We don't want other people uh, voicing their thoughts and opinions into our life. And we just, fi- you know, think we can figure this out on our own. You know, we suffer with um, sin silently. We go through things alone. And we, we live in such a lonely culture and generation, you know. But as Christians, we are called to go from being independent, where we're self, you know, we're self-led, to being dependent on God, where we are dependent on him for everything, for yeah. our, for everything in this life, we're supposed to depend on God. But there's another aspect to this that I think so often we miss as Christians, and that is that we're called to be interdependent, which means that we are dependent on one another, yeah. that we were so made good. for Come this on. community to be together, to, to, to live this Christian walk out together. And Pastor Johnny brilliantly spoke about this last week, that we literally fulfill the law of Christ together, that we can't do that together. And he spoke a a quote last week from C.S. Lewis, and it says this, that there are two things you can't do alone. You can't be married alone, and you can't be a Christian alone. And all of us that are married, we say yes to the marriage. It makes sense, right? Like, if you sign up for marriage, you're not like, I'm signing up to live life by myself. Like, be single. Just stay single. That's fine. You know, but when you sign up for marriage, you know that. But as a Christian, when you dedicate your life to Christ— you are saying that I need more than just Christ into my, in my life. I need other believers to be around me and, and, and help me in this journey of faith. Um, you know, if we're honest, we, we've probably all sat in the pews of church, and yet we're so lonely, and we, we, we weren't actually a part of a community. You know, you can attend church and not be part of a community. You know, you could serve at church. You could sit in the pews week after week, year after year, and not be a part of community. But this year, I would just plead with you guys to embrace community. In 2019, let this be the year that you say, I'm inviting that in my life. I'm not going to be too proud or too insecure to let people involved into my life and into my world, to, to open up my heart and open up my home and open up my life. I don't want to be too, I, I don't want to be too proud or too insecure. I want to invite that into my life this year. And I believe if you do, you will have the most fruitful season of your life. And so we're going to just take some time to transition the service into something really awesome. And Drew's going to launch us out. How does one person follow that? I mean, I might be biased, but this girl can preach. 
So, simply said, one person does not follow that. We have a whole panel. <laughs> we thought we would try something a little different. We would give you guys a little bit more of a unique, um, just hearing one person share. We're going to have several different people sharing with you guys this morning. And I'm briefly just going to introduce our panel this morning. Um, first, I'm going to start with Beth Lemke. Beth is an incredible connect group leader, and she's been an a connect group leader for a long time. But not only does Beth lead a connect group, she actually coaches connect group leaders. So she believes in connect groups, right? Yeah. All right, next we have Riley Amen. Yeah. Riley is part of junior high, high school connect groups and young adult connect groups, and he coaches connect group leaders. He has got quite his hands full, but he loves every moment of it. I mean, probably most of the time. I'm sure it can be hard. And uh, he's just an, uh, an awesome coach and loves what we believe in and through connect groups. So let's give it up for Riley. We have Pete and Amy Miller here. They are an incredible couple, and they do men and women's connect groups, and they are coaches as well. They help other connect group leaders, and they have a passion for connect groups and what God wants to do through connect groups. And we brought these people up here to share with you because they love connect groups. And I've used the word passion a couple of times, but they are passionate about people. They're passionate about you guys. They're passionate about connect groups and what God can do through those. So we're going to take just some time to ask them some questions and give them an opportunity to just share why they believe in connect groups and why they believe every person should be a part of a connect group. And to uh, kind of break the ice, so to speak, we're going to start with um, some 30-second questions. So I'm going to give them a question. They have 30 seconds to respond. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Are you guys ready? All right, so in 30 seconds, oh yes, if we do have our timer. We have 25 minutes altogether. You guys can probably see that little timer up there. So um, we're trying to keep you guys here and get you out just in time. We don't want to keep you late. We want to make sure you don't get hangry. You get your lunch. Okay, so in 30 seconds, starting with Pete, describe the ideal connect group or what connect group means to you. Okay. Um, what connect group means to me... I, I, Personally, I've done groups for many, many years, and I love to see the transformation in people's lives. I love seeing people come out of themselves, kind of walls come down, barriers come down. Uh, when there's boisterous laughter, when there's tears, you know that shells have been broken and people are coming out of themselves. Every person is unique, but not every situation is unique. And so um, when you realize that we have so much in common, uh, that community, that love, that environment can really be healing for everybody. That's good. That's good. Okay, so those of you who know my personality, my ideal connect group would be to get a bunch of gals together and go up in a hot air balloon and share a loaf of sourdough bread. So, yes. So, now that's not very realistic, um, unfortunately. So I will, one day, one day, I promise, yeah. Um, I would say an ideal connect group is, is um, going to be where people are sharing real FaceTime, where we've got real relationships happening, like Pete was talking about, um, just where defenses come down and, and there's a real connection among people, because that's where ministry happens, that's where healing happens and friendships yeah. are developed, and we love to see long-term relationships and friendships developed among the people um, in our groups. So that's, that's what we look for, um, just that thread of real love and connection among people. I think uh, one thing that comes to mind is food. Uh, connect group leaders have food. If you don't get it together, that brings people together in a great way, and it's, it tastes good. Um, 
also, I think just a big thing, obviously, is just relationships, spending time together. And uh, really a phrase that comes to mind to me is that everyone has a place at the table. So uh, just a place that every, every person can come, no matter with their background, no matter who they are, no matter what old, young, quiet, loud, whatever, that they would have a place to belong uh, aside from, from the corporate gathering. Wow, awesome. I just picture like an ideal connect group. Um, it's growing, it's active, there's friendships, you exchange numbers, you tag in with each other um, when you're not at church or you're not at connect group. It's the family you've always wanted. Um, sometimes we come out of rough backgrounds or even a great family, but then there's a change in life or God will move you or um, there's just different seasons and your connect groups are those friendships that keep you tethered. Yeah to each other and to God, and the storms will come. And if you don't have a plan, your life will probably end up shipwrecked. And um, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just saying um, we can be proactive um, and get that uh, connection with people in God's house, be planted here. And then when the storms come, uh, you're holding on to God and other people are holding you up in prayer. And um, I read a study uh, out of 20,000 Americans, uh, half of them, 50%, 10,000 people are lonely, and most of them are young people. Why are they suicidal? Why are they um, doing crazy things to their bodies? They're lonely. They need a family. This is the solution. Wow, those are such amazing answers. Um, wow. So we're going to move on to the next question, and Pete, this one is for you. Um, it says, last week, Pastor Johnny shared that weekly corporate gatherings are not enough. Considering this, why would you say connect groups are equally important in the life of a believer? I really believe in both the corporate meetings as well as the small groups. I believe God can move very personally in large meetings. Uh, and I, I know that he can also move very dynamically in a small group meeting where there's yeah. more intimacy, where, there, where everyone can participate. Uh, I like to think of it in terms of an incremental growth at every time we get together. People are growing. People are changing. It may not look like uh, it's happening really quickly sometimes, but it is happening when people are in an environment of truth and an environment of love and they're comfortable and they're transparent. There can be that kind of growth. And again, realizing that uh, we have so much in common. So uh, the Word of God ministers very effectively in the small group. Plus, obviously, it's a very strong biblical model. Yeah. Wow. wow, that's beautiful. Um, connect groups are a place of incremental growth. Mm -hmm. And I think even just naturally thinking, um, if you're not growing, there's something wrong. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's something missing. There's a problem. Right. So, uh, you know, that's a beautiful picture of connect groups bring that incremental growth. Yeah. So our next question, uh, Beth, this question's for you. Are connect groups for the unbeliever, new believers, seasoned believers, or for everyone? And can you elaborate on that a little bit? What do you guys think? <laughs> They're for everyone. Yes, everyone is the answer. Um, connect group is a perfect place to bring somebody who um, isn't even sure about the whole Christian thing. I don't know if I want to do this. Like, who is this Jesus? What's the Bible? Perfect place to bring somebody. Um, I keep meeting more and more young people that have social anxiety. They kind of hit a church building and get panic attacks. I tell them, go to live stream. I believe some of you are watching right now. Go to your connect group. You can handle a small group of six to ten yeah. people. Um, 
don't just rule them out from the kingdom of God or church because they have issues of real fear, of real social anxiety. Um, I can literally list five different people in my life who are, who are working against this. And I, I tell them it's connect group. You got to exchange numbers. I want to pray for you every week until yeah, this problem starts diminishing, you know. And um, the loneliness thing I mentioned earlier, it's a real, it's a real issue. And we are part of the solution. You guys are part of the solution. So I just want to encourage um, you guys that everybody needs to be pastored through every season. Pastor Stephen Kim still need pastors and accountability in their life through every season. As you're pouring out, are you in a connect group? Who's pouring into you? And if not, you can change that. Mm -hmm. Wow. To go one step deeper on that question, this question's for you, Amy. Why do you think every member of Joy Church should be a part of a connect group? Okay, so <clears throat> give me just a minute because this is, this is a hot point for me. I have never liked the idea of people being excluded from stuff. So if you are somebody who kind of gets left on the sidelines or, you know, you've got stuff that you're dealing with, you know, I, I want everybody to be involved. You know, we, we were recently playing, it was actually a game of Rummicube with some friends of ours. And we were having a good time, except the way the rules were set up in that particular game, there were a couple people that couldn't actually play and they couldn't get in the game. And I got mad and I said, okay, we're, we are changing the rules because everybody's going to play. Because yeah. I'm here at the table and I'm not going to tolerate this. I want everybody involved. And so, um, so take that into the, into the whole idea of Connect Group. You know, we, we're making this available for everybody. And I want you all in a Connect Group. I want everybody involved. Why? Because we do life together. Because we don't want people on the sidelines. You know, we, we, we were never created to live this life alone. And so regardless of what, you know, things you're dealing with, regardless of what season of life that you're in, there is a Connect Group for you and there is a place for you. Like Riley said earlier, there's a place at the table for you. And if I see you by yourself, I'm going to hunt you down. And I'm going to get you in a Connect Group. It's not mine. It's going to be somebody's. Because we all have a part to play. And, and there's incredible things happening here at Joy, and there's a lot of stuff that God has ordained for this house to do in this community, and we need everybody on board. We need everybody on the team. Everybody has something to contribute. So yes, you can be in a connect group, and you can get your needs met, and you can get your soul ministered to, but there's somebody for you that you can minister to that only you can reach, and God wants to use you. Well, I love it. I love Amy's um, passion and just example. It's just beautiful. I know one of the things that Beth had said in the uh, first service is that she had been going through a really lonely season and God just reminded her that it, it's a good idea for her to get involved in a connect group as well. She's been leading and pouring out to other people. And so she's been, I think this next semester, starting going to Amy's, is it Amy's yeah. connect group? Amy's connect group. And I thought that is so cool. And I know something that Drew and I have been talking about and uh, committed to doing is that we're this season going to go to a connect group um, as well. And we're just going to trade off. So one of us always has uh, the kiddos um, because we realize that we need that. We, we need community. We can invest and pour into other people, but all of us need someone speaking into our life. Yeah, all of us so need to, to find a place where we can let our hair down and be vulnerable and open up and, and the, you know, what we're going through. And so it's just, I love, I love this. It's so amazing. But Riley, on this, on this topic, um, I have a question for you. You know, when you first came to Joy Church, um, I know Connect Group was um, a huge part of, of that transformation that God did in your life. Can you elaborate on that and kind of tell us a little bit about that testimony? 
Yeah, um, so some of you guys know my story, uh, but I didn't grow up here in Medford. Um, I grew up up north, and I went to school in Corvallis and uh, got an internship down here. It took me down here for the first time down. And when I came down, or sorry, in Corvallis, I lived with a group of 50 wild Christian guys. So it was like ultra community all the time. Like you couldn't get away from it, uh, which was awesome. And then I came down here and had nothing. I had pretty much a few people at work that I knew um, and just had no community. No, I was looking for a local church, couldn't, get, couldn't find one to get plugged into. Kind of entered, entered into a season in my life that um, basically just kind of started to drift a little bit from the Lord. Not crazy, just got complacent and kind of started to go. Could have been a really bad direction. But uh, it was finally able to find joy, and immediately when God, or when I came in, the doors, God just spoke, this is where you need to be. And uh, through uh, Gino and Kenny's Connect group, I got plugged in there. And just through community here and their group, uh, just God, God began to breathe that life back into, into me personally. Yeah. And it was, for me, it was that connection point that I believe really maybe took me away from a place that could have been really bad, brought me back into that uh, just strong faith in the Lord and, uh, and that community that is absolutely necessary. So two quick uh, things from that is if you haven't experienced that community before, seek it out. You need it. And if you have had it but then drifted away, get back into it because you absolutely need that in your life. So good. What do you think are some of the benefits um, from Connect Group? I know there's a lot, but what are, what are some things you'd like to highlight? Yeah, so I said earlier, um, there's so many, when I saw the question, there's, there's so many benefits. There's, there's almost no disadvantages to Connect Group. Um, so the two really that kind of stick out to me, number one is family. We, we all, whether we have a good natural family or a bad natural family, we need godly family. We need godly community, people in our life that help with physical needs, whether that's you know, people helping people move. You need someone with a truck and, and some strong dudes to carry your stuff down the stairs. You need people, you know, whether it's food help, whatever. We need help in our life with different things. And then we need emotional needs, spiritual needs met. We need family that pray for us, that care for you, that encourage you, that strengthen you. And then second, I would say growth. And with that, I might pull up Proverbs 27, 17. It's as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And only in, uh, I'd say only in community, in, in, not only, but community is a great way. Godly community is one way that that happens. One of the only, really the only way that happens, you need friends, right? You need people to sharpen you. Yeah. You need leaders to speak into your life. You need friends to speak into your life. You need to sharpen other people as well. And that happens in community. That happens when you are face-to-face with somebody saying, I see this in your life. I'm going to call that out in a good way. I, I want to encourage you into that. And you do the same to them. So uh, family and growth are two big ones. Wow, you can hear the passion, and you can definitely tell that Connect Group is personal to Riley. That's awesome. So for this next question, I'd like to hear from all of you. Um, And in this question, I'd like you to name one life-changing experience that either you or someone that you know has experienced because of a Connect Group. Who wants to start? 30 seconds? Nope. Oh, sorry. I'm stuck on time today. I'm trying to be... um, obedient. So um, a life-changing experience. Well, so when you come to Joy, you see like, wow, there's some awesome marriages here. It's kind of hard to be single. Like, and I'm getting older, God, like what's going on? Um, So Kenny, my husband, before he was my husband, he was new from Portland. And uh, I was like, is that person godly? Otherwise, I'm not interested. So the best way to find out if somebody's godly, get them around godly men of God right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same for girls. Like y- you, you need the family of God, right? Um, 
And, you know, maybe this is a bad analogy, but the mafia, you know, they check out, they check out people. Like, are you legit? So you, you got that in the house of God, but we won't kill you, I promise. So that was a joke, I promise. Um, anyway, I just want to encourage you guys, you know, we believe it in so many areas. You do it in community. You do your finances in community. There's a great um, financial peace cla- class connect group that's starting today. There's a great marriage, you know, um, class starting today. There's a place for you. There is a place for, um, you know, the future family God wants to give you. And, uh, you know, the, the greatest joy for me is not just having a great connect group, but seeing others that I poured into raise up an awesome, great connect group like Lydia and um, Mariah West. And, you know, storms will come. And if you're not ready, um, it's kind of scary what can happen. And um, I've seen those girls weather some storms. We've got to, you know, do that together. Um, And, you know, if they didn't have community and they didn't go out and see that community happen in their connect groups, what's the church? Where's the church? You know what I mean? So I want to encourage you guys that, you know, we live next door to lonely people. Um, We've got a million Facebook friends, but nobody talks to you. Nobody really knows what's going on in your life. Like, take the next step, whatever that means for you. Maybe you lead a connect group, but you're not in a connect group. Get poured into. Your testimony is meant to be heard, and that's a perfect platform for that. Uh, I think for me... (laughs) Uh, there's a lot of different individual people I can think of, and myself included, that lives have been changed through group. But a great example that I was thinking of is our group uh, that Natalie and I have, young adult group. Um, it started probably about a year ago, and uh, we, you know, basically it just started as kind of like a mixture of all sorts of different ranges of young adults, um, all, all across the board, ages, stages of life, um, places they were in. And at first it was kind of like, I think this is, I'm excited, but we'll see how this goes. This will be a little bit interesting. And just over time, God really began to knit all of us together in a really awesome way. And just to begin to bring fresh unity, a lot of vulnerability, just a lot of really awesome conversations. And uh, really a high point um, would be this last semester we did like a, just a night. It sounds super cheesy. It was amazing, though, of just taking time to call out specific things in people's lives that maybe they didn't see or maybe they know about, but just need encouragement in. So, you know, hey, you're really good at talking, you know, like encouraging people. You're, you're great at what you do at your job, whatever it may be. And people's face just lit up, and there's just such a joy in God's presence in the room. And uh, from that point, it's just deepened the relationship, deepened the group, deepened our discussion in such a way that only God can do and only community, godly community can do. So I think all of our lives have been changed, myself included, in a really awesome way through that group. And just a beautiful example of what God can do as we come together, as we encourage, as we strengthen, and as we just yeah. pour into each other. So. Wow. So obviously there's lots of people in our church and there's lots of people that have, I mean, everybody's got a story. Um, So when we were presented with this question, um, I was really inspired to share a story of one of the lovely young ladies in our church. Angie, wave to everybody. Say hi. Um, Those of you who know Angie know that she's a wonderful woman of God and it's really been amazing watching her grow. Um, But many of you may not know um, part of her story and I do have permission um, to share this, but uh, she got saved when she was 16, and um, in, within a couple weeks, joined Melanie's Connect Group, and uh, things were going really well for about a year, and then she hit 17 in her senior year, and things just got crazy in her life. 
um, and she really struggled with depression and, and struggled with um, thoughts of suicide and was just really a, a, a super low time in her life. Uh, and talking with Angie, you know, she shared with me, she said, the reality is that season of my life, I would not have survived that season of my life if it hadn't been for my Connect group. So literally, the Connect group saved her life. So when we're talking about being part of a community and being part of a life-giving group and, be, and having friendships and connections, I mean, this is, this can be, this is serious. This is big, serious business. Um, and she said, you know, if it weren't for my Connect group, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be alive. I'm personally thankful that Angie's alive. How many of you could say, you know, I'm thankful that, you know, that God, God used the Connect group to preserve Angie. And so, and that's just one, that's just one story. I know there's more. And, you know, if we had all day, we'd just sit and share stories. Well, we can't do that. So, you know, I highlighted one, but, um, you know, that's, that's the beauty of community. Do you know the, the love and the care and the encouragement? And really, um, hats off to Mel, too, because she helped to foster that environment within her Connect group. So she, her, pass, her pastoring her Connect girls then could pastor Angie during that season of her life. And now what is Angie doing? Angie's leading a Connect group, and she's pastoring girls that are walking through that same season of life. Full circle, baby. Everybody's got something to contribute, and I love that. Uh, well, I became a Bible student in 1971, but by 1996, the group that I was in had become very uh, exclusive, it had become uh, very legalistic, and I was among several people that were ostracized or cast out. So I became very uh, distrustful of Christian leadership and uh, very disappointed, very disillusioned. I felt that I had completely failed God. I had failed in my marriage. I had failed, failed, failed. Uh, so about 15 years ago, I, when we started to come to this church, uh, I went to a connect group and uh, very uh, reluctantly, and there happened to be a couple of pastors there, Pastor Al, some of you know, and this guy named Pastor Steve, who maybe some of you might know. <laughs> and uh, both of them and the other men that were in that group were just nothing but kind to me, very respectful of me. No one was judgmental of me. Uh, and Pastor Steve in particular took an interest in me, took time for me, uh, talked me through, walked me through a lot of the things that had happened in my life. And honestly, I can honestly say that my, my faith was restored, my trust was restored. Uh, because I saw real love of Jesus Christ in action. Let me just say, but I know I don't want to go over my time, but I had asked for help in this other group, and I was flat down refused to get you know, help. And I knew I needed help, but no one wanted to help me. And I'll tell you, there's always a road home, and there's always, there's always help. You know, no matter what you've ever been through, um, there are people here in Connect Groups certainly make this really a living reality that people truly are trying to live this life that Jesus Christ called us to live. His great commandment, love each other as I have loved you. Now, that's the great goal, and that's, the, that's what we're trying to do, and that's what Connect really exemplifies. So, so good. So good. Oh, my gosh. I love hearing testimonies. We could hear them all day. I know they just yeah. um, just stir up a faith, you know, faith for what God has for, for this next semester in Connect Groups. Um, but in closing this time um, of, of the panel, in 30 seconds to a minute, so you have 
max a minute. Um, if you could um, convince someone, if you had the chance to convince someone um, to go to a connect group, what would you say? Uh, I didn't make this up, but this is really good. You may be one relationship away from changing the course of your destiny. And I totally believe that. One person, you don't know who that one person is going to be, but that one new friend, that one new mentor, uh, that one new uh, relationship that you can develop can absolutely change the trajectory of your life forever. So I told the first group, and the same applies here, y'all are coming to my house, we're going to make cinnamon rolls. <laughs> That's <laughs> Sticky buns and Jesus. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I just want to say one thing, and it's really true, and we've seen this not only in our lives, but in the lives of other people. You know, church becomes really fun when you allow yourself to be part of a community, when you're going to church for something that's more than just you. So not only when you're allowing people to pour into you, but you're also pouring into other people, that's when it really becomes fun. Um, Up on the screen, it says group is life. Uh, That's not just a catchy phrase, that's true. Group is truly life. Uh, If you're not in a group, you you may experience some life, but you're not experiencing the fullness of life that you can when you're eyeball to eyeball with somebody. They care about you, they pray for you, they encourage you. Um, and you do the same for them, right? Um, so I encourage you to get in a group. If you are busy, make time for it. If you are, maybe a group isn't working, find another group that is working for you. Yeah. Do whatever you can do to get in a group because you need life and group is found in, or life is found in group. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so well said. Um, I was thinking of the verse Proverbs 18.1. It says, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. I just put here, don't isolate yourself. Um, there's so many, you know, testimonies, and I just want to encourage you guys, um, if you uh, are just touched at all by loneliness, just suicide, family problems, you need a healthy family around yeah. you. Yeah. And I've told a lot of girls this, you're not betraying your natural family to turn to your spiritual family and say, I need prayer. My family's a mess. My brother's strung out. You know, and as you are in group sharing that and people are praying for you, you're going to start um, just, uh, your faith is going to build, and you're, you're put there to help build the faith of others. And there are, I wish we had time for, you know, more of the testimonies or whatever, but um, it has literally changed my husband and I life. And, you know, there's hard things, um, generational curses um, in our family and just things that need to be broken. And God wants to bring that healing. He wants to bring that restoration. And it comes by linking arms with your brothers and sisters and saying, you know what, I don't feel like being here today or I'm having a rough day, but would you pray for me or can I pray for you? Um, Loving God and loving others is worth it every week. And um, I started in Jerry and Jamie's Connect Group 19 years ago, and it's still working, guys. They're, they've got a thriving church in La Paz, Mexico. It's not just um, a small group. Small groups build families. Families build churches. Churches change nations. Do you get the, the impact of that? It's powerful. Whoa, do you see the timer? Just in the nick of time. Can we give it up for our panel? This is just the tip of the iceberg. These 
leaders and all the Connect Group leaders have so many stories and so many testimonies and want to share with you the value of Connect Group. So if you're not in a group, I would encourage you, please come talk to one of these people, to a Connect Group leader. Uh, let them share more of the stories of why Connect Group is so important. I just want to challenge you and encourage you, please, 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 don't underestimate the power of a Connect Group. Think of many of the miracles and instances of God doing mighty works throughout the Bible. They happened in a home. They happened in a community. And you won't see those if you're isolated, if you're alone. Okay, so groups are so important. As we conclude our Group is Life series and we launch into our new Connect Group semester, I just want to leave you with uh, a last few thoughts. Last week, Pastor Johnny shared um, corporate gatherings, they're not enough. You know, there's so much more to the Christian walk than just a Sunday or a Wednesday congregational gathering. There's so much more. And then Melanie referenced a quote earlier as she was speaking, and she said, you know, you, you can't be a Christian alone. You can try to do life alone, but there's no way to be a Christian alone. It just can't happen, okay? It doesn't work that way. You were made for a community. And as we heard so many times over and over and over from our our panel, connect groups are so important. They're so important to every single person. They're important. You know, there are so many things um, that, that we need help with, that we find freedom in, um, and those things can only happen in a connect group setting. If you're not in the group, you're not going to get those vitamins, those things that you need that you can only get through a group. And last, connect groups are for everyone. We keep saying this, and we keep saying this, and we keep saying this, but we believe it. Connect groups are for every single person. Whether you're young, you're old, or you find yourself somewhere in the middle, if you're a part of a church, you're not churched, you're saved or unsaved, the connect group is for every single person. Connect groups, as we say, group is life. There's life in a group. And my encouragement for you and my prayer for you is that if you're not in a group, my prayer is that you would join a group today. Good news for you, all of our groups are launching today. So today and all throughout the week, if you're not in a group, come out to the, uh, the connect table in the foyer and we want to help you find a group that works for you. And if there's not a group that works for you, we will create a group for you. That's how important we think groups are. So there's no excuse. Please, please, please join a group. And if maybe if you are already a part of a group, my prayer is that today you would be provoked to seek the Lord and ask him what he would like you to do next. For some of you, maybe that means you need to open up your life. Maybe you need to be vulnerable and allow someone to speak into your life. Allow someone to help you. We all need help at some point or another. The real choice is whether we're going to let someone help us or not, yeah. you know? So maybe you need to allow someone to help you. If you're a part of a connect group, um, this, the next step might be that you walk into assisting your connect group leader, taking on some of the responsibilities, helping your connect group leader, learning what it is to be a leader. And maybe you are a connect group leader. Maybe God's asking you to pray and identify who that person in your group is that you need to take on one-on-one -on -one and disciple them and show them how to lead so that they can be the next connect group leader. You know, week after week, we come in, people come into these doors here at Joy Church and uh, they're searching. They're searching for answers. They're searching for freedom. They're looking for hope and true joy. And guess what? The answer is here. The answer is here today. That answer is Jesus Christ. 
God's one and only son who came to earth, lived like a man, lived sinless, and died on the cross, not because of his own sin, but because of your sin and my sin. He died on the cross so that we could have a restored relationship with Jesus. But what's so incredible is that Jesus also rose again. He conquered death. And he didn't just do it for a show. He did it for you and me so that we could have eternal relationship with Jesus Christ, with God the Father. If you wouldn't mind bowing your head and closing your eyes, if you came into this place and you're searching, you're searching for answers, you're searching for hope, you're searching for something, and maybe you didn't even know that it was Jesus Christ that you were searching for, I believe that you have a divine moment here today to encounter the answer, to encounter Jesus Christ. If that's you, and again, every head bowed and all eyes closed, I ask that you would raise your hand. If you want to, to acknowledge Jesus Christ, if you want to acknowledge what he did on the cross for you, if you want to give your life to him and submit to him and walk out the call that he has for you, I would ask that you would boldly raise your hand. I want to pray for you. I see a couple of hands. This is amazing. This is the best decision you will ever make in your entire life. I don't want to isolate anybody or single anybody out. And so what I would ask is that everybody repeat this prayer after me. We're going to pray together and we're going to pray that prayer, acknowledging Christ and asking him to be the Lord of your life. Jesus, I acknowledge you're the son of God who lived a sinless life as a man so that you could die on the cross and take my punishment in my place. Not only did you die for me, but you rose from the dead for me. I confess that I'm a sinner and I ask that you, Jesus, would forgive me of my sins. As you forgive my sins and give me a new life, I commit myself to you. Help me to walk before you as your servant and as your adopted child. I submit to you as Lord and boss of my life. I invite you to speak to me and lead me. Thank you for saving me. I give you the rest of my days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's shout.